Welcome to another episode of Local First Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Kohansky. Uh, welcome to the show. We Today we have Lori Hybe with Keystone Click, and she also hosts a podcast called Social Capital Podcast, all about networking. Welcome, Lori. How are you doing today? Good. Before we get into you know what you do over at Keystone and talk a little bit about your podcast, uh, let the listeners get to know a little bit about you and who you are. Oh, goodness, I'm a person that wears a lot of different hats. Right, yeah. pick one today. What, oh, what hat are you wearing see. today? Oh, well, today I'm wearing the sales and networking hat. I see that. I wear that yeah. one a lot. Right? Um, that's, the, that's the main one you got to wear. It is, it is. You know, as a business owner, you, you're doing the majority of the selling for the business. But a um, couple side things. I, I'm an adjunct professor at UW-Milwaukee that's teaching right. B2B sales and marketing and principles of marketing. I love doing it. Um, I do a lot of speaking engagements, you know, around um, networking, marketing, um, podcasting. That's right. <laughs> yes. Um, and um, happily married, and two miniature dachshunds are my fur babies. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Very cool. So you said you mentioned B two B sales. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been like one of the things I've loved to do over my past years i love i love doing it because it's it seems it's more it's not as emotional yes and it's more about what you can do what value bring and what uh what problems you can solve for those other businesses yeah that's exactly the key is the solving the problem, the problem. yeah mm-hmm. that's cool so tell us a little bit more about the uh, keystone click and uh, what you do there and why you do it sure so keystone click is a digital marketing agency and we're primarily servicing the b2b um, workplace, both uh, industrial manufacturers, professional services. We've got clients all across the country. Um, what we do is we invest a lot of time in conducting research on our on behalf of our clients so that we can develop a strategy that will ultimately help them achieve their goals online. So the main tool that we use is the internet, you know, from social media, search engine optimization, Um, making sure that our clients are getting found. They've got strong brand awareness in front of their target customers, which convert to um, an inquiry of leads, right? And then nurturing those opportunities. So in addition to all of that, um, we've got some specific tools and resources that we use to help achieve those goals. One being we're um, most recently a certified partner with HubSpot, and I've found that I'm in love with this tool. Like I've always liked their content, but then when I started using it, my whole team is in love with it. And there's so many cool things that we can do with it. I was just on there earlier today before you uh, came on the show. So I was playing <laughs> around with that, just checking it out. I didn't get too deep into it, but I was reading some of your blogs. Very cool. So why did you get into this field of uh, um, you know, uh, marketing and, and, and websites and SEO and all that fun stuff? Yeah. So Before starting Keystone Click, which was in 2008, I actually worked at two other agencies, one which was uh, more of a a digital space. They're still around. They're doing um, web dev and marketing and whatnot. And another, which was very much traditional, doing the outdoor marketing and advertising. When I started at the um, web development shop, I was the administrative assistant going to school nights and weekends, so working full-time, schools, nights and weekends. I was going to school for commercial art which is referred to as graphic design nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone uses commercial art as a a degree you could go to school for now. 
Um, but I found that the individuals that worked at the company that were not at their desk all day long were the guys doing the selling, right? They were out going to golf outings and taking clients to Summerfest. <laughs> and I realized, I want to do that. Right? <laughs> I don't want to just sit at my desk. I'm a people person. I like meeting new people and, and connecting and learning. Um, um, and the second half of that inspiration came from um, a sociology course I, I was taking. And I learned that, um, you know, you're, you can still be creative in marketing, right? And, and you can somewhat influence um, someone's buying decision and that that's what marketing is all about. So once I learned what marketing really was, I, I totally switched my direction my educational focus from design, which is very narrow, um, to marketing, which is really broad. Um, so I still get that creative outlet and have some direction with my team on how things should look and sound, um, but from a bigger, bigger, broader space. Nice. So that's the the short story. The short story. The, <laughs> <laughs> and, and where I got and how um, I got into that space. But I love what I'm doing. That's it's awesome. So fun. It, it's good. And you have such a great spot down where you're located in, in, the, in the third ward, right? Mm-hmm. That's such a cool building that you're on. I there, know, right? the Marshall Building. Yeah. yeah, there's so much history there and so much character. And That's cool. I mean, that's a nice atmosphere to come to work to. Totally. It's just, just, it's just not those, you know, I shouldn't say this is my sponsor, but <laughs> white walls, white walls, and, yeah. desk all over the place. Yeah, yep. What has you know? So describe to the listeners some of your biggest challenges. You know, going from that assistant to where you are now. Well, that's been a nineteen-year trek. So, <laughs> a number of challenges and hurdles uh, have have come into play. When I before I started my business, I, I identified kind of a major pivot that happened to me um, fairly recently. I, I identified that this is kind of what um, threw me into the direction I am in today. I was at a different agency, um, and the partner who I had worked under um, was in a motorcycle accident, and I was roughly, I don't know, I think it was 23 years old or so. Um, and I was the only person that knew anything about his book of business. Um, so 23 year old, uh, all of of a sudden I'm an account executive managing over a million dollars worth of business. And, you know, it was either a make it or break it situation. Like I'm either going to do this and prove that I know what I'm doing, or I'm going to say, hell no, I'm getting the heck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) This is way too much for me to handle. Um, but I, I went all in and I, I, I learned it. I grew it. I built relationships and at that point, um, you know, I was putting in a lot of the time. I was still going to school. The nights and weekends train. I mean, that's a that was a twelve year, you know, battle in itself. Working full time and and educating myself when the time outside of that working full time. Um, but then taking on this this whole new adventure of, you know, from a support role to being the main point of contact for a large sum of business. That's really cool. And one thing you mentioned in there, and it comes up so often on this show, and it probably does on yours as well, is building relationships. Mm -hmm. How important that is that to 
um, I guess any business. I know with the social social capital podcast, I mean that's a lot of what you talk about. Yes, and it's really key, and it comes up over and over and over again. And I I, I pounded into people's heads that, you know. You got to get out there and meet people and talk to people and build those relationships and connections. And how has that affected, you know, your journey, you know, with this business and starting it up? It's It's been a critical part to my business, and it took me a while to even realize that, how important relationships are to not only your professional career goals, but you personally as well. Um, at the end of the day, it comes down to, to who you know. Right, and that—that's what my podcast is really all about. Exactly. Um, you have to invest the time in nurturing and cultivating those relationships for some sort of outcome to come into play. So I look at, and I've—I've I've actually done this exercise. I've audited all of the clients that Keystone Click has had over the last ten years, and and identified where what was the source of all of those relationships and and clients that came in, and obviously where. A digital marketing company. So I'm going to advocate that, you know, yes, you yes. can generate business from people finding you online. And we definitely have um, awesome clients that have found us online. But the majority of the business that we've had has been from someone that I knew referred business or they've just they a networking event, you know, someone knew someone who knew someone. Um, and they heard my name or they heard my name numerous times. So this is how that all became because I invested the time in building my network and getting out there and creating awareness about who I am. So whether that was happening in, in the real world by going to an event or being active online, it's all about brand awareness and adding value to those, those individuals. So Yeah, and you know, I just want to just like um – add to that and in building those relationships and and if it wasn't for building those relationships and those that network uh with wendy that works here at exact that is now my sponsor and got me this great studio um i wouldn't be here today uh-huh. and that is so cool is about building those networks and building that and exact the corporation has been so great to me and being able to, to get this studio and be able to do what i do here in a really cool place um get me out of the basement of 57th and north avenue so Hey, I've come a long way in a couple couple months, so it's been really key, and I I, I love that. Um, love your podcast. Um, you want to check out my podcast? I am um, one thirty one. So if you guys want to check it out? Check it out. Uh, check out the rest of her podcast as well. Really great format. Um, who has been one of your be- your greatest mentors throughout your life? Oh wow, that's a deep question. Um. I would say, I would right now say that um, looking back, my father was very impactful in who I am today. And unfortunately, it didn't dawn on me until after he passed that he was so influential on who I am. And I look at networking and the skills that I have from a networking perspective and the um, importance and attention that I've put to networking all came from him. His whole, I mean, he just preached that, 
it's all about who you know and building the relationships. And at the end of the day, you know, we, we joked when we were kids that he was Mafia Joe because he always found a way to get something done, right? He always knew somebody. <laughs> knew somebody to get Yeah, we would you. travel and, you know, family vacations and he'd run into someone we know. I'm like, we're in St. Louis. How do you know somebody here? <laughs> like, just randomly. Um, <laughs> but he invested the time and he he was of value and, and he was just a very nice, kind-hearted individual um, that people respected and were willing to go out of their way to help him when when he said, "Hey, I'm raising my hand. Someone help me out." And I it just learned over time that observing how he functioned was really impactful on on how I function now. That's great. That's a really cool story. What's the funnest thing that you get to do within your job and your business? I just love meeting new people. I mean, networking is. Um, you know, someone comes to me because they have a challenge, right? right. B2B sales and marketing is, is all about identifying what is your biggest pain. And then I love just going in, especially on the that manufacturing industrial side, touring someone's facility, learning the ins and outs of how their business is functioning, and then hearing this is the current challenge that we have. And then once I've observed everything that they're doing, I'm like, oh, my God, I have so many amazing ideas for you. And and let's just start moving forward and and making these ideas, turning them into actions, and, and ultimately let's solve this problem that you have. I just love doing that, meeting new people and, and learning about their business. is so much That's fun. That's cool. Shows you, you should see the passion in your face <laughs> right now about doing that. Uh, if you could go back and start your business, what advice would you give to your younger self? Ooh, what advice would I give to my younger self? Um, goodness, uh, how much time do we have? <laughs> there's, there's lots and lots of things. Uh, step one, I would say that, Lori, you don't know crap. <laughs> um, you know, I started this because I, I thought I could do it better, right? At some point, I think everyone, there's a pain that they've experienced and they decide to, you know, I'm going to do it my way. Um, I wish I would have also identified a mentor uh, sooner on, someone that I could bounce ideas off of um, and know that I cannot do everything myself. And That's tough for an entrepreneur. Oh, my goodness. I'm still struggling with that um, every single day. But there's a, there's a balance between is it getting done or does it have to be done the exact same way that I want it done? So that's something I think I, I've still, to some degree, struggle with um, because, you know, whatever is getting done, regardless of who's doing it on my team, it's still my brand and my name that's being reflected. So I I have, I, I'll admit, my team can make fun of me after they listen to this. <laughs> I mean, they know it. I'm not afraid to say, you know, what's real. But, um, yeah, I probably do have some control issues. <laughs> We all do. Right. <laughs> That's just like you being a guest on my show and then flipping the reverse like that. I sat on yours. I was just like, well, this was really odd sitting yep, on the other yep. side. <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's it's important to have that mentorship and someone to look up to and, um, and having um, – not think not, I don't have to do it all alone. Identify someone that's been in those those shoes or someone that has expertise in an area that is a weakness of mine and 
let them do it instead of, you know, I'm going to use Google and write my own legal contracts. That would be foolish, right? Exactly. <laughs> do you follow Gary Vee by chance? Mm-hmm. I was just listening to yeah. him the other day, and he had a video, and he had a young kid on there, and he was about to go to college. And he was talking similar to about finding a mentor. Mm-hmm. And Gary Vee told him, he says, find the person that you ultimately want to be similar to and go work for him for free for a year. Interesting, yeah. And I was just, I was blown away. I was like, I can't do that no more. But if I was 18, coming out of high school, oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that would be awesome. Yeah. That, that is one thing I, I've... I've thought about when looking back, like what what I have done differently, um, which is interesting because one of the questions I ask on my show is similar to this, um, and I had this conversation recently with someone that I interviewed. I I worked at two other agencies, and I often question if I should have worked at a third before starting my own, just to get another perspective on how things are ran. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I interview guests. You know, oftentimes they say, I wish I would have started my own business sooner. Right. And so there's, there's this that. balance of yeah. you like to get that um, the perspective and the mentorship. And, you know, what was great about working at other agencies is I learned things that I really liked and things that I very much disliked and said, I'm not doing that, but I'm totally taking these components and applying it to my business model. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, what are three to five things that a potential client need to know about you and why they come to you? Ooh, good question. Um, I really like to say that me and and my team, everyone, um, we're middle-brained. So what does that mean? There's a lot of creative juices, right? And I started going to school for commercial art, graphic design, Um, but at the end of the day, it all comes down to what are the results? What, you know, are there, what are the numbers? What's the story that's being told her? Is this successful or not? So we do take a lot of pride in making sure things look good and, um, function well, but we want to look at the data. The other component is we really align ourselves as a strategic partner. We're not here as order takers. You know, if you come and say, do this, do this, do this, I'm going to come back and say, why, why, why? You know, how is that going to help you achieve the goals that we discussed last time we met? Because this kind of seems like we're veering off track a little bit. Um, that's two. Let me think of a third. I just, I'm extremely passionate and my team is as well. I love what I'm doing and I probably give away more free information than I should (laughs) as a business owner. Um, but I'm always happy to have a conversation and educate and, and whatnot. That's really cool. I like that. Shows that you have the passion for that. Uh, go back in time when you thought, wow, I'm really making a difference, you know, whether it's, you know, something that you're doing in your life or someone else's life. Um, I'm going to go to when I'm teaching, actually. And the first couple of years that I was teaching at UW-Milwaukee, I was questioning, um, you know, am I getting through to anyone? <laughs> Does this make sense? Am I, am I doing this right or wrong? And then, you know, a little time went by and I started getting little thank you notes or tagged on LinkedIn and or private messages saying, wow, Lori, everything you taught me was amusing in my job, you know, and I, I love it. And you're my favorite teacher. I'm like, OK, this is cool. I love what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing this as much as it's taking up um, a lot of my time. But I really enjoy that I'm giving, you know, paying it forward to some degree. Yeah, no doubt. Paying forward is cool. That really is. So what, what are some, uh, any particular book or quote or resource that has guided you? 
Oh, all of the above. Um, so a quote that I love to live by is, um, I'll circle back to that. You can edit that. <laughs> <laughs> Why my brain is numb right now. Um, first I dream of painting, then I paint my dreams by um, Vincent Van Gogh. I love that quote. That's nice. That's the first time I've heard that. Yeah. It's as a creative individual and I'm a painter when there's time, <laughs> which hasn't happened in a while. Um, and I love Van Gogh, but that one, it's just, there's a lot about here's my dream and now I'm going to go and, and act on it, you know, and, and it just connects with me really well. As far as a book goes, um, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod is probably one of my favorite books that had the biggest impact on on me and how I function. Um, he's got a different a series of them that he's targeting a number of different uh, audiences, and I've read four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've read the one, the just the basic, the Miracle Morning, the Miracle Morning for sales professionals, the Miracle Morning for entrepreneurs, and the Miracle Morning for writers. Because one day I'm going to write a book. I don't know when, but <laughs> it's on my bucket list. That's on your bucket list. Cool. Mm -hmm. What nuggets would you give someone that's you know just starting out? In your in your field, or looking to start, you know, either in your field or want to start a business like yours. Um, I would say identify and what you want to focus on. Who is your target audience? That's extremely important to be clear on who it is that you're serving, um, and then align yourself with professionals in that space. Um, I guess you know, looking back, one of the things that I I would have done differently is um, connected with other industry professionals as opposed to just looking at them as competitors. Because I found in Milwaukee and nationally, the more agency owners that I'm connected to, the stronger we all are together to grow. So make those connections. If you're and, and that's so awesome that you're collaborating with, you know, people like that. Cause it's, it's so true that, you know, if you could connect with other people within your same industry, you're going to share, you're going to learn. Oh yeah. And you don't, you don't, you might get business from one person to the other. There's more than enough to go around. Oh yeah. You know. Well, and, and my area of expertise may not be their area of expertise and vice versa. And, and as agent, as an owner, we all know owners have, you know, it's a roller coaster ride and challenges. So it's just nice to have someone else that's in similar shoes as you to, to say, hey, you know what? I'm having this interesting situation. Um, have you experienced this before? And what did you do? And it, it's really good to have those those resources. So I'd find some sort of way, whether it's locally or nationally, um, to align yourself with others that are doing exactly what you're doing. Very cool. What's got you fired up? What has you fired up about the future? Oh, there's just the unknown to some degree, right? I mean, marketing right now and everything in a lot of things in this world right now, are, it's all about disruption. There's change constantly happening. Um, and you look at just what social media has done in just not only in the business sense, but how people communicate and connect has changed so much. And then you just look at the evolution of communication. It's just what is next, you know? And so there's just, it's just fascinating to think about what is going to be the next big thing. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, like voice technology is mind blowing right now. And and, you know, the Alexas and, and Google Homes and all those and, and how that shift is going to play into the B2B space. I, I just really like observing what's, what's happening there. 
Um, so it's just interesting. I get excited about that. How, how do the listeners get in contact with you to get more information, you know, whether it's social media, websites, and things like that? Um, I can ramble off a lot of things if you'd like. <laughs> Whatever you want. And sure. I'm, I'm so, going to add all these to the show notes as well. Yeah. Um, I'd say the easiest way to connect with me is reach out on LinkedIn. Um, feel free to follow me on Twitter at LJHybe. Um, LoriHybe.com, SocialCapitalPodcast.com, KeystoneClick.com. Um, all these brands have social media presences. Very cool. They're all very good too. So you got to go out there and take a look at them, guys. All right. So we're going to go and get into some rapid fire questions. Uh, but before we do, you get to ask me one question and I'll do my best to try and answer it. <laughs> oh, I wasn't prepared for that. That's your first rapid fire. <laughs> I to ask you a question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your favorite uh, part about podcasting? Meeting other people, okay. um, just the relationships I get to build and the stories I get to hear. It's been it's been an incredible ride because every time I sit down and talk with somebody, I learn something new, mm-hmm. not only about their service, their industry, their product, but the person behind it. Yeah, And that's what part of this whole podca- podcast is about, is a learning, a, learning those stories behind the businesses. I think doing a 10, 15-minute infomercial is just, just going to be boring. Yeah. But I, I like to have some fun with it and get to know people. And even when I go back to edit it and I listen to these over, you know, I just, I'm, I'm smiling. I get my ear to ear and it's just, it's a lot of fun and, and I get to learn a lot. Yeah. And that's just, it's so cool. I mean, I mean, if this was a university, I'd be getting A's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. It's super fun. And I always learn from my guests. Right. Which is, which so is cool. great. Yeah. All right. So now it's my turn. All right. Let's see. I'll try something a little bit different. Uh, when you think of the words of success, who's the first person that comes to your mind and why? Um, I'm going to say Drew McClellan, who um, runs Agency Management Institute, um, which is basically an affinity group for agency owners such as myself. And he's killing it. He does a fantastic job. He knows how to nurture his his audience and... Um, He's traveling the world and enjoying life at the same time. That's nice. I like that. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. What obsessions do you explore on the nights and weekends? Obsessions I explore um, besides random Netflixing. That's like binging, <laughs> binging. of Netflix. <laughs> um, that's where decompressing. Um, I, so what are you watching right now? Um, I just rewatched The Almighty Johnsons. Almighty Johnsons. I've never seen that it's, one. It's Fun, quirky about um, Norse gods. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's only three seasons, but it was good, and I wanted to watch it again. Um, no, I, I play hockey uh, really? a lot. Yeah. So if I'm not playing it, my husband and I are usually watching it together too. Um, either it's an Admirals game where we're, we'll watch, you know, some NHL games, or sometimes we'll travel. So that's nice. I would have games. never guessed that. <laughs> Most people don't. Some, just get that. I play hockey. Yep. All right. So if you could give a TED Talk outside of your expertise, what would it be on? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, and I immediately go to expertise. Um, I guess I bet hockey would be it. There you go. You know, why not? Why not? <laughs> I'm not an expert at that, that's for sure. It's fun. But, I know enough yeah. about it to be dangerous. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, we're going to go, ahead, go ahead and wrap this up. Any ask or request from the audience and any last parting words? Um. 
I would, well, first off, say definitely nurture your network. I'm definitely an advocate of taking the time in helping those um, that could potentially help you. But you don't always have to, you know, get something back. Just it feels it feels good to give. Give without expecting. Absolutely. Um, and feel free to reach out. We offer a free website and marketing audits. So if anyone's interested in just kind of getting a current state of where they are in the digital space happy to to pass that along thank you and then you go to uh keystoneclick.com for your free analysis to check that out to check that out uh make sure you we carry this conversation online uh look look for Lori and all the different social media platforms uh Lori, i thank you so much for being on uh, local first podcast it's a lot of fun it was a lot of fun thanks for having me here you're welcome